Welcome, welcome again to another episode of Sneaks, Rhymes, and Life. This is the final episode that we will do in 2021. It's been a crazy year. We still have a pandemic happening now. For those that are watching in YouTube, you know, you're hitting the subscribe button. Um, thank you for all the likes and all the appreciation. So you may wonder why am I wearing this mask? Well, it would be for the one and only MF Doom. MF Doom, uh, otherwise known as Daniel Dumoulin, was an MC that we found out literally 365 days ago that he had passed away. Now, he did pass away almost two months prior was when it was announced by his wife. But um, MF Doom... You know, and he's got many other names, Victor Vaughn, because he's taken the uh, the the uh, moniker of uh, of Doom, uh, the um, the I guess you would say fictional character or cartoon character from many of the um, uh, Fantastic Four. Um, uh, Marvel uh, comics, um, but uh, Daniel was a special MC, um, and uh, we've lost many MCs, including you know we lost uh, um, DMX, you know one of the most notable ones this year. But uh, I am still 365 year, days later, I am still reeling back from losing MF Doom. And I had just really gotten into MF Doom. I knew who he was. I had heard his music, but I really had grown an appreciation for MF Doom only months before he actually passed away. So I'm gonna take you through some things on MF Doom. And if you haven't got a chance to listen to him, you know, he's tied both to foot or to both to uh, footwear or sneakers and the hip hop game, most notably the hip hop game. So and we'll start off with the sneakers. So way back in, uh, you know, after MF Dune had a couple projects, um, you know, we got to quote unquote um, uh, a collaboration that happened with Nike. Um, um, you know, so it's the colorway. It's an a dunk that was released in two thousand seven, along or around the time that uh, I wouldn't know if it would be his most famous project on the heels of Mad Villainy um, that he did with Mad Lib, and we'll get into that in a second. But for a hip-hop artist and an underground one that has been appreciated by skate culture, by Nike as a brand, and, um, and, and and so many others in the underground hip hop circles to have his own sneaker is is pretty amazing. It's one of the most limited Nike dunks that have ever been out there, and you know it, this has transcended on this style of being different, alternative, you know, unpredictable, and and you know, at the same time one of the most celebrated um, MCs of our time. So pretty special that he had his own shoe but let, let's take you through a, a quick little history lesson about mm Dune. so mf Dune, if you didn't know grew, grew up in london england um 
know he was part of uh, of a group. Um, he did move to New York um, in, in the late 80s. Um, you know, he was this group that he was part of was uh, KMD, performed under the name uh, Zeb Love X was the name that he had. Um, he was in a group with uh, with DJ Subrock and his brother, but uh, ultimately they uh, that there was an accident that happened uh, with the group. Uh, for those that didn't know, actually, um, MF Doom was actually on a third base track, the, the gas race at the very end. Um, that's kind of one of his big claims to fame and kind of got him started. Um, but uh, he had recorded his first album um, with KMD and they went to go back and record the, the second album. Unfortunately, Subrock was again hit by a car. Unbelievable. And, you know, ultimately they tried to put out the album. There was many issues. They got dropped by their label. Um, and, you know, for the most part, um, you know, we'll, we'll call him M of Doom versus his real name. He literally was, you know, reeling from what happened and ultimately like almost fell into a black hole. You know, he was borderline homeless. He was sleeping on the streets of New York. And, um, you know, literally, you know, in the golden era of hip hop, he you know, really didn't exist. You know, it wasn't until the very late 80s where he relocated down to Georgia. And, uh, you know, he ultimately then came back in uh, 97, 98. You know, he started to, to regain not only his composure, but his desire to be um, part of the... Uh, part of the uh the hip-hop game again um you know the album that uh that went south that he got you know he got bootlegged and you know there was no official release uh until 2000 but uh he decided to go back and um you know start to do some open mic events you know um you know it was kind of a, still a weird thing um but one of the things he had done he had taken on a new identity and this is where mf doom came in the super villain dr doom that kind of became his piece. Um, he ultimately released the record, Operation Doomsday, that was kind of, call it his debut album under the MF Doom title. Um, and there was, I wouldn't say a ton of buzz, but definitely he had established a fan base amongst that. You know, the, the you know, those that heard him definitely felt that he was totally different than his Zed Love ex, uh, moniker under KMD, um, but he felt and was so different than when he was originally part of the rap game. He grew this underground following, um, and it was absolutely amazing. You know, as we move forward, um, you know, he really, he, you know, started to work on some, um, some uh, additional pieces um but it wasn't really until he really broke through um in 2004 on with the album mad villainy he created with producer madlib under the the group name mad villain 
uh, the, this album took you know a couple years to kind of put together. It came out in spring of 2004, but the the love that it got from the hip hop culture, particularly in the underground scene, was unprecedented. And um, and this is how we really come to know Mad uh, MF Doom as as he is today. Matt Villainy really took him to new heights. And, and if you have never heard MF Doom, his ability to rhyme in literally patterns that we've never heard, he is like literally a unicorn of hip hop and really sounds different than any other MC we've probably ever heard. Like, I think sometimes, you know, if, if I try to draw even a comparison to someone that just sounds so different than anyone else, I would say it's Ghostface. Um, but he doesn't sound like Ghostface. It would be like how Ghostface is just totally different than everyone else. So, hey, through all, through all that, um, you know, although um, there was great success with Matt Dillon and arguably Matt Dillon is, uh, is, uh, is a classic, both they got commercial and, um uh, and uh, and uh, from the the writing world uh, of of records, definitely got a ton of praise. But then he came up with MM Food, and our mm Food is uh, I think it's pronounced. I love the album. Um, one beer is one of my favorite MF Doom songs, but it didn't get a lot of love. The big publications didn't love it. Just thought it was all over the map, and thought it was you know. It was repetitive and not um, not noteworthy or even memorable. I would beg to differ. I love it still, um, but um, anyways, many people thought oh, he was a flash in the pan with uh, with Mad Villainy. So he went on to to work with uh, DJ Danger Mouse on uh, a mouse, and and I think this is when my first interaction with MF Doom was was this album. And then I went back to Mad, Mad Villainy to find that one. And then ultimately mm, food, um, you know, that was, it was pretty dope. You know, we, we know that uh, he had, you know, talents beyond just being an MC. He definitely worked with Ghostface and I just mentioned Ghostface, but he actually worked with Ghostface on Fish Scale and I, I wouldn't say that. I don't know if those of you are like full on albums or mixtapes or well, I don't know. You'd have to ask Ghost what he thinks of it, but he did some production and it was some really dope. Those are some of my favorite Ghost um, um, uh, records that he's ever come out with was, was that era of the 2000. It's post... Um, oh, I guess, you know, obviously post um you know the the triumph and wu-tang forever post um supreme clientele but this is still fire stuff that goes with doing and you know again with with mf doom it's really started to work and collaborate with a lot of different uh different artists that were out there you know from ep's uh gazillionaire that he worked on um you know he did a, a ton of different things on um you know bobby Nero, or bishop naru he did something in back in 2004 so again you know mf doom is um is uh is pretty amazing what he was able to 
to, to come up with. And, but I really, you know, I had another renewed love for MF Doom when he came together with, and I didn't even see it coming, but when he put it together with, when the Scarface or Zarface met Metal Face, when he worked with Inspector Deck, it is some classic underground material that if you've never heard it, it, it is razor sharp. It is crazy dope. And it sounded like nothing that I heard in recent memory. So, yeah, you know, one of the great things about MF Doom is, is his wordplay and, you know, just being able to to it, it, almost like he's in a conversation, but like the, the ability to string words together in ways that you've never heard or maybe even thought about, um, which is really what makes him, you know, so special. And for him to take on a character um, and, and really it lives throughout so much of his music made it, sometimes uh you know you you felt so much when you see him wearing this gladiator like mask is he a cartoon character is he a warrior is he like what is he um and i really really think that uh mf doom is, is such a special artist and mc that can't be denied. Um, you know, he he definitely is one of the uh, in hip hop culture one of the most appreciated. Like he's your your rapper's favorite rapper, or one of their favorite rappers, and then he is one of the most beloved artists. You know, I I know um, Devin the dude, but one of the most beloved artists that have ever come out of Britain, um, hip hop or any genre of music. So. You know, it's amazing that what he was able to to come up with, actually in that line, I, I think even Q-Tip, I think it's where I heard it, that your favorite rapper is MF Doom or your rapper's favorite rapper is MF Doom. So it, it, it's one of those things that, you know, that he has passed away and he's no longer with us, but his impact on sneaker culture and his impact on hip-hop and lyrics and creativity and really almost like he almost like an actor engulfing himself into a role will never be forgotten always embraced and something that we will continually think about as artists try and dabble into new ways of doing things um at, at the level of, a, of an MC. So hats off to you or mass off to you. MF Doom, we miss you, we love you. And um, yeah, I still remember, you know, New Year's Eve last year is when I heard that MF Doom had passed away. And it's just like, could 2020 have got any worse? it did get a little worse that day. So thank you again, MF Doom. Um, you know, much appreciated for everything that we got a chance to hear from you.
touched a lot of us, including myself. Much respect, mad love. Hopefully your family as well. Thank you everyone for listening to another episode of Sneeze Rhymes in Life. It's amazing. It's almost been a year since this podcast has been going. Um, you know, we've grown and, and been on YouTube. We got fans all around the world. Um, so I appreciate your time. Appreciate the, the support. Appreciate you liking the posts on Instagram. And, uh, and it's been fun and we're going to keep it rolling in 2022. So much love, much respect. And um, this will be the last one for 2021. But we definitely will be back with new and exciting content in 2022. MF Doom the Legend. Peace.